0: They're definitely cold, but they're also hot. Cities and states are scrambling to find ultra-cold storage freezers. Following news, Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine candidate must be stored at minus 94 degrees Fahrenheit. And it's looking like these super freezers could be essential to an effective vaccine distribution plan and therefore key to getting our lives back to normal.
1: That freezer behind us could absolutely do that job.
0: Today into the deep freeze. You're used to seeing us on the evening news. This conversation is different. I'm Haley Harrison, and this is KNBC 9 Storytellers. Well, I am not solo this week. Guest hosting with me is Chris Katz. Welcome, Chris
2: the show hasn't started yet. You may want to take that back by the end of the segment.
0: You listen, you got an exclusive look into a facility that just fascinated me this week. Uh this is what an ultra cold storage freezer facility at MRI Global.
2: Well, and here's the thing. Um you know, this has been such a strange year on so many levels and it's all because of the pandemic and now we're at a situation where COVID cases are are rising through the roof in so many places kansas city included but the flip side of that coin is there is so much talk and so much hope about a vaccine and one of the vaccine candidates out there that has attracted so much attention and has caused so much hope is from pfizer and the pfizer COVID vaccine, there's, there's something about it that is a little different than the others right now for, for, the, for the Pfizer vaccine to work. And it's proven to be in very early development, 95% effective, but it needs to be stored in an environment that is at least minus 70 degrees Celsius or 94 below Fahrenheit, which is apparently equivalent to an Antarctic winter. And so, yeah, that that kind—it's called ultra cold, apparently, in, in the business. And there aren't a lot of places, facilities, just in Kansas City or anywhere, that have that kind of freezer capability. There, um, there are probably fewer than five of those, maybe in the Kansas City area. Though it's kind of hard to get real accurate information on just the the number of facilities here in the Kansas City area that that have that kind of capability. But one of them is a firm called MRI Global. It used to be known as Midwest Research Institute. People drive by the offices there on Volcker, just a little bit east of the plaza. It's been around since the 40s. They, um, it's, a, it's an independent, not-for-profit contract research organization. They do an awful lot of work for the federal government. They do a lot of work for, the, the, uh, uh, for NIH, the National Institutes of Health. Um, and they, um, they research a variety of things when it comes to um, national security and defense and, and certainly health, uh, biological threats, and infectious diseases. And so uh, it turns out that MRI Global has 10 of these ultra-freezers at an undisclosed location and they they offered to show us those freezers on the condition that we we not tell anybody where they are
0: you you say antarctic winter i mean that really puts in perspective i had to look it up chris the average home freezer (laughs) in our kitchens gets down to about zero degrees we're talking way colder than that
2: And, and they've had these freezers for a long time as i say they have 10 of them uh, and they use them for storage., uh, they use them for stability studies for a variety of commercial uh, customers, as well as the government, the national Institutes of Health. As I say, they've had they've had this capability for years. and now, along comes the pandemic. Along comes the Pfizer vaccine. They have yet to get a call from anybody. Um, be it the state of Missouri or the federal government, to say, hey, we'd like to use your freezers. Now, the state of Missouri has already started that process. I know they've, they've identified some people uh, in the show-me state, primarily in St. Louis and in Kansas City. Um, but MRI Global is is ready to take that call if it comes.
0: What, so Missouri is essentially uh, making an index of who has these freezers for distribution purposes?
2: Exactly, exactly. Mm.
0: Most vaccines, as you alluded to earlier, uh, don't actually require freezers this cold. Um, But you did talk to Dr. Dean Gray over there at MRI Global. And you asked him the specific question, what's different about the Pfizer vaccine? Let's listen to what he had to say.
1: The Pfizer vaccine, as well as the Moderna, are both based on something called messenger RNA. So with the Pfizer vaccine, messenger RNA on its own is actually really stable. However, with the Pfizer vaccine, you've got messenger RNA that is encapsulated in a lipid nanoparticle. So what that means is just, you've got kind of a, a very small fatty layer that's around it. And that we believe really adds to the fragility of the overall dose molecule. Uh, It may turn out, Chris, that it's a little bit more stable than Pfizer believes, but that those tests that's exactly the type of facility why we built this for the National Institutes of Health programs, because those are the types of things that we help companies research. How stable is it at negative 80 or negative 70 or even negative 20?
0: Chris, you talk about how there's some mystery in this story. Uh, we, had to, we had to agree to do this interview, but, but not reveal where they are storing these freezers, right? Why is that?
2: Well, I think there is a great concern right now um, over... Once these vaccines begin to be rolled out, um, I don't think anybody knows for sure what the precise demand is going to be. Certainly, it's going to be high, but how high will it be? And in order, again, in, in the case of the Pfizer vaccine, these 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 vaccines, these doses are going to have to be stored uh, as they are rolled out. Um, they have the capacity at MRI Global to store at any one time 200,000 doses of the Pfizer vaccine. And when you consider that the way the Pfizer vaccine works, people will get two doses per person. So that's enough dosage to help 100,000 people. And so um, at a time like this, and I'm sure everybody who has these sorts of facilities who have been contacted by the state, state of Missouri, among their first questions has to be, how are we going to secure these vaccines, when they arrive on our on our in our facilities, and and MRI Global is, is certainly no different than than everybody else when it comes to this.
0: For for the listening audience here, describe what they look like.
2: You know, it, it they're they're nondescript. Um, if if you didn't know any better, you'd think it was, you know, a freezer that you might find in a in a restaurant kitchen, perhaps, um, maybe a high end house. I mean, they're just they just look like any other freezer except the one of the things that obviously sets them apart aside from what what it can do on the inside is there is a digital thermometer on the outside and when we were there to record our story for KNBC 9 News uh, they had their freezers set at minus 80 Celsius which uh, (laughs) again is just phenomenal cold and and keep in mind the Pfizer's requirement is that its vaccine needs to be stored at minus 70 Celsius.
0: Mm. It sounds like uh, the requirement of having these freezers, at least for the Pfizer vaccine, makes distribution of its vaccine more difficult. Um, are, are rural communities going to have these kinds of freezers?
2: Well, and that's a great question. and And that has been, at least early on, a challenge, I think. Well, it'll be a challenge for the state of Missouri, the state of Kansas. It's going to be a challenge for everybody because... Again, there aren't that many of these freezers out there, though it is interesting. though Reuters had a, had a piece on this just the other day. The CDC early on, when it became known that Pfizer needed this kind of cold to store its vaccine, the CDC came out and told everybody, now we don't want everybody going out and trying to buy these. There are only four or five companies in the world that make freezers that can store something uh, and, and can reach these sorts of temperatures. But uh, never mind, uh, people started calling all of the people who make these freezers saying, when can I get one? And so there has been a run on these kinds of ultra-cold freezers. But uh, again, the beauty of the situation at MRI Global, they have 10 already, and they're ready to go.
0: Once in a generation, uh, time to be in the ultra-cold freezer business, and this is it for sure um you asked dr gray about uh, why they have these freezers to begin with in the first place and uh and he gave you a sense of of some of the the work that they do here's what he told you
1: yeah absolutely there there are all sorts of reasons one in particular would be let's say you have um, tissue samples from an early study or from say a tumor biopsy for instance that you need to maintain long-term capability for stability for it in case you need to reanalyze it maybe years down the road. Ultra-cold storage would be perfect for that kind of situation. There are also, in drug development, where you might be dealing with a small molecule where it would have um, a much better chance of uh, survivability in long-term and maintaining intact and and keeping its therapeutic effectiveness if it's kept at a really low temperature for long-term studies.
0: And so we, we we you Chris you talk about how they're looking at you know what cities or what facilities might have these of course we're just talking about this Pfizer vaccine so far demand is really big um, already, and this vaccine doesn't even have its emergency use authorization yet.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, and, and just to back up a little bit, I, I really found it kind of interesting about, about Dr. Gray's answer to that question. Well, you know, what do you guys use these freezers for? And again, they've had these freezers for years, and, and apparently they're in use on a, on a fairly regular basis. And, uh, but it, it also gives you, I think, a, a pretty good illustration of just some of the kinds of things that MRI Global is involved in, you know, and uh, tissue samples from an early study from, say, a, a tumor biopsy, and you need to keep it stable for a, a long period of time uh, uh, to reanalyze, you know, maybe years down the road. I mean, these are the kinds of This is <laughs> this is way over my pay grade and, <laughs> and the pay grades of, uh, of most people, to, to, to be sure. And uh, again, along comes the pandemic, and, and clearly a new use for something that, uh, that is only used in uh, really complicated research.
0: Yeah, and and as you mentioned, they've got 10 of these, they can, they can hold a lot of vaccine. Uh, here's what he had to say about the question uh, about volume.
1: To put it in perspective, uh, a freezer about that size can handle about 40,000 doses of vaccine. And that would be enough for 20,000 people, assuming two doses per person.
0: Okay, so Chris, do we know, will MRI Global play a role in distributing the vaccine whenever it's ready?
2: at least at at as of the uh, the time we talked to them a few days ago uh, again, they're they're still they're ready they're they're waiting for a call and um, I think there's an expectation that that call will come especially when you consider that MRI Global has um, an established relationship with the National Institutes of Health. They've been working with the NIH for many, many years on a, on a variety of of cases and um, and, and jobs. Um, they have uh, they have solid contacts within the federal government again because the federal government has been a longtime customer of theirs. So there I think is an expectation that they' they're going to get that call. And as this vaccine is rolled out, you you have to think that um, at least policymakers, government officials want to get this vaccine to as many people as possible as fast as possible. And that's why uh, storage like this is going to become so important uh, moving ahead.
0: So at least maybe in our part of the world, Chris, uh, at this undisclosed location, they they are going to be the key to getting us out of this pandemic.
2: They They are <laughs> ready, that is for sure.
0: Thank you, Chris, for joining us.
2: You bet.